What's up, everybody? This is your host, Josh. And this is your host, Rail. Welcome to Econics Talks. This is our podcast, and we're going to be talking about different lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Welcome back to Econics. This is our Sunday Stock Talk, so we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. So just to recap this week, we had a few things that went on. Um, Towards the end of the week on Friday, um, I mentioned that we had some important job data come out. So we had the U.S. job data come out. It looks like unemployment uh, went from 3.9% to 3.8%. So unemployment is still pretty steady. However, this piece of data caused the market to fall as much as almost 280 percent or 80 points. It, I think it went down like 255 or something like that. But this caused the market to tumble. So last month, the U.S. was expected. Analysts and experts expected that we would add uh, 180,000 jobs. However, we added 20,000 jobs. So with that, the market completely, uh, you know, fell. So it went down pretty steeply um, because with this, this type of employment data, it missed it so badly, it added to the growing concerns of global economy, that the global economy may be slowing down. So this adds to those fears And it also um, adds to possible, you know, uh, recession talks. So with that, you know, it just further validates my bearish or, you know, my view on the market um, because we have a lot of global concern. I mean, the market as far as like job data or, you know, the job market has been so hot for so long. And, you know, we've reached historic highs as far as like unemployment and things of that nature. At some point, it's going to come back down. I mean, that's just the the name of the game. You know, that's just the cycle of the game. So looking at, you know, the Dow, um, you know, obviously the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ all hit major resistance levels. And, and they're retreating from those resistance level. Um, you know, they're showing signs of downward momentum. Um, if you look into candlesticks, so candlesticks, uh, candlestick patterns, you'll see that the candlesticks with these particular indexes are showing that they are going to retreat and then they're going to go down further. So obviously do your research with that. But, you know, it's just further validating. I mean, the chart showed me first and now the news is starting to come to further validate that. So it's really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen, you know, the rest of this year, Um, because we just have a lot of things going on. Other than that, as far as things to look out for this week, this upcoming week, um, we have U.S. retail sales data that will um, release on tomorrow. So this is a. A lot of a lot of times this is an indicator of how people are spending money. So it kind of shows, you know, 
are people conserving money or, you know, are people low on cash or are people doing well financially and they're able, they have extra money to spend. So this is going to kind of show that um, and retail sales over time correlate to stronger economic growth. So weaker sales will signal a declining economy. So this will be very important on, you know, just giving us information on where the economy is going to go. I mean, speaking of retail, you know, the retail sector, it's almost like retail is like, obviously, it's, it's, it's on the down, you know, the, uh, on a downturn. Because if you look at, I mean, look at different companies like JCPenney closing stores, you know what I'm saying, filing for bankruptcy, Macy's, Victoria's Secret closing stores, Kohl's. Amazon had pop-up shops, they're closing stores. Tesla has moved their whole business model to online only, which is not a bad deal because 70 plus percent of their customers don't even test drive their vehicles. So that with, you know, the the adaption of Amazon, you can get, you know, your your, your packages within two days, you know, and it's 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 so affordable. So a lot of the, the, the online e-commerce is really killing retail because a lot of times, you know, and me as a person, why, you know, why should I go out and, and shop or, you know, spend time, waste energy looking for a certain item when I can pull it up online, order it and have, you know, have it in a couple of days. So I think retail is really going, it's going to be interesting to see. I think retail is going to, going to continuously just die out. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Um, you know, you have malls closing. It's just what it is. I mean, the world is evolving. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just we're evolving and we're changing. Uh, the economy, the world, we're ever changing. So businesses are going to have to adapt to that. Otherwise, you either adapt or you fail. I mean, look at Blockbuster, for example. They had a chance to buy Netflix and adapt that business model, but they didn't. And now we only have one blockbuster in the world. So, you know, the main thing, you know, if you're a business person or a business owner, you want to continue to adapt and you want to um, continue to evolve. Other than that, I posted a chart uh, a couple of days ago on my Instagram page showing the NASDAQ. So I went back because a lot of times, Pretty, you know, pretty often I study history to kind of give me an idea of what may come here present day. So I studied, um, I went back to like 1999, 2000, 2001 during the dot-com bubble. And I looked at the NASDAQ, um, I looked at that chart and, and the NASDAQ chart present day is very similar to how it looked during that time. That's further validation that we are either in the bear market or, you know, we're going into a bear market and that, you know, tech stocks specifically, because a lot of tech stocks are on the NASDAQ can take a hard, are going to take a hard hit. So me personally, what I'm doing as a trader, I'm looking at ways to profit off of this. So I'm looking to, I, I trade a lot of ETFs. So, uh, Research ETFs so you can have a, a better understanding of that. But basically, ETFs are stocks that are 
that perform based off of a certain sector. So there's literally an ETF that appreciates when the tech sector does not do well. So it goes up in value when the tech stock, uh, when, when the tech sector goes down. So this particular ETF that I'm trading, uh, looking to trade this week is called TECS. So I'm looking to buy and trade that particular stock because the, the trend now for the NASDAQ and tech stocks is looking like to, you know, is looking to be a downtrend. Um, so that's, you know, what I'm looking at to, to make some money. So obviously do your due diligence, do your research and, you know, you could potentially profit off of that. Um, as far as other information that we have going this week, we have U.S. inflation dating data that is going to publish on Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. So it's expected to have risen, uh, risen about 0.2%, according to estimates. Um, it's projected to climb 1.6%. So we're going to see what that does. Inflation is, is important as far as the Federal, the, uh, the Federal Reserve. Because um, a lot of times they're trying to they're trying to control uh, inflation and, and keep it under under control. So they'll either raise interest rates or lower interest rates or keep them you know flat, depending on what inflation is doing. So that's important. Um, other than that, we have U.S. durable good orders coming on Wednesday. So it will show orders for durable goods. Um, last month. So it's expected to have uh, fallen about 0.7%. Um, so we'll see what does, you know, what that does. Um, for the most part, the Fed is going to be out of the picture this week. So they have like a blackout period from March 19 to 20 to the 20th. They have like a meeting or whatever. Um, so, but other than that, Fed Chair Jerome Powell is supposed, is supposed to meet in uh, an interview with CBS in, on 60 Minutes on Sunday. So that's going to be interesting to watch because that may give them the uh, investors other information about, you know, what may, what may come. Um, let's see here. Uh, Brexit vote. So we're expected. Uh, the, Britain is, ex is less than three weeks to go until Britain is expected to leave the European Union. So people are investors are watching British Parliament's vote on whether to approve their prime minister's withdrawal deal, which is important for them. Um, it hasn't been successful and it really hasn't been going well. Now, the reason this this applies to us is because this is geopolitical, um, you know, information here. This is geopolitical uh, sentiment. So anytime that there is, uh, you know, tension between, you know, uh, a country and a union and, you know, different things like that, when there's geopolitical tension, it, it often causes the stock market to fall because there's a lot of risk in assets when there's geopolitical tension, because most investors are going to put their money in, in safe haven assets versus riskier assets like stocks so this is important because if you think about if you go back to i think it was 2016 when um the decision to 
have a Brexit, an exit from uh, the UK, having an exit from the European Union. Britain, you know, decided to leave the European Union. This caused the stock market to fall heavily. So this is very important. Other than that, you have the Chinese, the China industrial output. So this is showing China's factory output. Um, you want to pay attention to this data because this is showing the world the effect the U.S.-China trade war is having on China's economy. China is, is the second largest uh, world economy out there behind the U.S. So if they're not doing well, other economy, you know, other nations aren't doing well. That causes global slowdown. So that's why we're following China data, because that will determine how the market or investors look to, you know, invest and put their money. Um, so and it will also show us the effects of this this particular war and how it's, it's hurting both economies. Um, other than that, as far as uh, my trading, I did a few trades this week. A couple trades, rather. Um, I did a stock trade on ticker symbol SPXS, and I made about 2.6% on that particular trade. So SPXS, just as a reminder, is a S&P ETF. So when the S&P doesn't do well, this particular ETF appreciates. So obviously the S&P... Um, it fell quite a bit this week because of everything that's been going on. That made it a, a, an easy decision for me as a trader to invest in this particular stock. So realistically, and, you know, I'm going to be transparent. I could have made a lot more money on this particular trade. Um, but, I, you know, I'm pretty conservative. I got out early, I guess, because after I got out, it completely exploded. So because that that job data came out and it just destroyed the market. So could have made a little more money on that, but it's just a lesson learned. So other than that, um, you know, just keep an eye out on this data that I mentioned today. Um, you know, look at different safe haven assets like gold and uh, gold specifically, because there are stocks that appreciate that are related to gold that. Do well when it does well, like ticker symbol G-O-L-D, um, you know, ticker symbol J-N-U-G. These are different stocks that you can look up and, you know, evaluate and do your due diligence. Um, if you are a trader, if you are looking to get into trading stock market, I encourage you to look at first look at weekly charts. So when you go to investing.com and you pull up a, a, specific, a specific stocks chart, it allows you to look at what's called the, the weekly chart. It's, it usually is abbreviated as 1W. So you can look at the weekly chart and, and see the bigger picture of that stock, see the high points, see the low points. If it's currently at a common high point, that's not really, really where you want to buy because you're buying high. And you're not getting a good deal on that stock. You want to buy at the low points because if you believe in that stock, obviously you want to get it at the best deal. You want to get it on sale. So when you do that, that puts you in the in the best possible position to make money.
So I definitely encourage you guys to do that. Um, if you're a trader, continue to demo trade. Find a method that works for you, that you're comfortable with, that you can profit off consistently and continue to do that over and over and over and over. And you can, you know, you can be the 10 percent that actually make money in this market trading. Long term investing is a little different, not necessarily my specialty. However, I know that you can do the same long term trading, doing your due diligence, buying low and, uh, you know, doubling, tripling your money. Other than that, I did do an options trade. A lot of you probably don't know about the options market, but I did do an options trade on Nike. So Nike hit an all-time or an all-time high. So me as an as a trader, I saw this as a, a potential to short sell Nike because typically when a stock hits an all-time high, it typically afterwards, shortly afterwards, falls. So I took an options trade. Uh, risking very little money because they can be options can be very volatile, and I'm and I and I made two hundred and two hundred and twenty two percent on that trade. Granted, I only invested a, a small amount of money. I think I let me see here, just to give you an idea, because you don't really want to invest a lot of your capital and options because you could lose it all. So with that, you don't want to really invest all of your your money there. But um, I think I started with like $87. And then it turned into, um, I think I'm off on the percentage, but let me see here. Let me just do the math real quick. So I started with $87 and that turned into, yeah, I didn't make, no, I'm thinking about another trade. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm thinking about another trade, but um, it turned into $105. So I made 20% on that trade. That's that's phenomenal. Um, I had another trade where, I'm, where I made a lot more an options trade, but I risked a, a lot less. On that particular, I risked like nine dollars and it turned into twenty nine dollars or whatever. So that was the two hundred percent I was speaking about. But on this particular trade this week, I, I bought an options contract on Nike and I, I spent about eighty seven dollars. That turned into one hundred and five dollars, a quick twenty percent, almost twenty one percent in one day. Um, so I just simply found a, a, a high point and evaluated it and saw that the trade was more so in my favor than out of my favor. Initiated that trade, made some money, and then I got out of that trade. So it's all about having a plan. But other than that, I do appreciate you guys listening. Follow us on 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 Instagram at Econics, E-C-O-N-I-X underscore. And follow me on my personal Instagram at dgreenv. So D Green, V is in Victor, and you can follow me, DM me, ask me any questions, and um, we're going to keep this thing going, man. So I appreciate you guys listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Peace.